Hymn number 37. City of God, how broad and far outspread thy walls sublime. The true, thy chartered freemen are of every age and clime. Hymn number 37. scriptural will be given by Imogene from Australia. The Bible. Psalms. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. The Lord upholdeth all that fall, and raiseth up all those that be bowed down. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked will he destroy. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day. 
for thou art the glory of their strength. For the Lord is our defence, and the Holy One of Israel is our King. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. God will establish it for ever. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science Textbook. Mother God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable One, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 278. Pilgrim on earth, home and heaven are within thee. Heir of the ages and child of the day. Cared for, watched over, beloved and protected. Walk thou with courage each step of the way. 
hymn number 278. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, where we talk about today's lesson and other matters that need to be discussed, and where we learn how to better practice Christian science daily in our lives. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you will be able to find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. It will also be available on our YouTube channel and on our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m. 
And that Sunday school is available for children anywhere. It has its own teleconference number. And many of our students don't live in the area, but attend via telephone. And that means that if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, uh, call us. We'll be happy to give you the number, and we'd be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally transformed through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. And we are going to be busy this week. The membership meeting that was originally scheduled for last Thursday will be held this coming Thursday, September 28, at 8 p.m. And for those members who do not live in the area, the meeting will be conducted over the church teleconference number, so you can dial in and participate and listen. That's this coming Thursday, September 28, at 8 p.m. And uh, please note that that evening, we will not have a 9 o'clock Unity Watch. We will, in fact, have the 10 o'clock Unity Watch that evening. And we're going to start our Bible studies again this coming Saturday. We will have a Bible study session at uh, 10 a.m. That's September 30th. And the study questions are now on the website. So pull them up, give them a look, and please join us Saturday. Guaranteed to be a rousing, insightful Bible study session. We uh, have over, I believe, 17 websites, um, all but one of which are in languages other than English. And as a result, we are sending the pure, clear truth of Christian science around the world. And many people have found our church through one of our websites, and we're very grateful for everyone who has found our church and Christian Science. And I'd like to point out one of the articles that's featured currently on our English website. Um, excellent article uh, entitled, Fearlessly Meet the Claim. If you've got a problem, read this article, Fearlessly Meet the Claim by Edward A. Kimball, featured on our English language website. Everyone is welcome here, and that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from the textbook Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Suzanne from Vermont. 
Diseased Eyes Cured. Christian science came to me when I was a wreck, my body being completely covered with sores. My eyes were very bad, so that I sat in a darkened room for weeks together, most of the time in bed under opiates. The home doctor and the specialist said the disease of the eyes could not be cured, though they might help me for a while. I had one operation, and the doctor said if I took cold, I would become totally blind. My suffering was beyond telling. A clergyman called almost every day and sat by my bed and wept, and my good, kind doctor shed tears many times. Finally, after a year of this terrible suffering, I was sent to Indiana to a sister who had been healed of lung trouble by Christian science. The first day I was there, she read to me from the Bible and from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mrs. Eddy, and I was healed. I knew that God was no respecter of persons, and when I saw what had been done for my sister, who was changed from being a mere frame to a strong, robust, healthy, rosy-cheeked woman, the cough all gone, I said, God has as much for me if I will accept it. I was healed instantaneously by Christian science and am thankful to God for giving us this understanding through Mrs. Eddy, our beloved leader. I am now in perfect health. Mrs. F.S. Laurel, Mississippi. The Bible and the Christian Science Textbook are our only preachers. We shall now read scriptural texts and their correlative passages from our textbook. These comprise our sermon. The canonical writings, together with the word of our textbook, corroborating and explaining the Bible texts in their denominational, spiritual import and application to all ages, past, present, and future, constitute a sermon undivorced from truth, uncontaminated or fettered by human hypotheses, and authorized by Christ. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 26 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Reality. The golden text is from 2 Corinthians. God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. 
The responsive reading is from Colossians. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Seeing that ye have put off the old man with his feet, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Carol will now read. I will read from the Bible. John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Hebrews now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Matthew. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, 
My servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say unto this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another, Come, and he cometh, and to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. Mark. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hand on the sick, and they shall recover. Second Corinthians Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God. Revelation The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. 
And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it and the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there, and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Bruce will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. 
All reality is in God and his creation, harmonious and eternal. That which he creates is good, and he makes all that is made. God creates all forms of reality. His thoughts are spiritual realities. To grasp the reality and order of being in its science, you must begin by reckoning God as the divine principle of all that really is. Spirit, life, truth, love combine as one and are the scriptural names for God. All substance, intelligence, wisdom, being, immortality, cause, and effect belong to God. These are his attributes, the eternal manifestations of the infinite divine principle, love. No wisdom is wise but his wisdom. No truth is true, no love is lovely, no life is life but the divine. No good is but the good God bestows. There is but one primal cause. Therefore, there can be no effect from any other cause and there can be no reality in aught which does not proceed from this great and only cause. Sin, sickness, disease, and death belong not to the science of being. They are the errors which presuppose the absence of truth, life, or love. The spiritual reality is the scientific fact in all things. The spiritual fact repeated in the action of man and the whole universe is harmonious and is the ideal of truth. Spiritual facts are not inverted. The opposite discord, which bears no resemblance to spirituality, is not real. Rabbinical lore said, He that taketh one doctrine firm in faith has the Holy Ghost dwelling in him. This preaching receives a strong rebuke in the scripture, Faith without works is dead. Faith, if it be mere belief, is as a pendulum swinging between nothing and something, having no fixity. Faith, advanced to spiritual understanding, is the evidence gained from spirit which rebukes sin of every kind and establishes the claims of God. In Hebrew, Greek, 
Latin, and English, faith and the words corresponding thereto have these two definitions, trustfulness and trustworthiness. One kind of faith trusts one's welfare to others. Another kind of faith understands divine love and how to work out one's own salvation with fear and trembling. Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief, expresses the helplessness of a blind faith. Whereas the injunction, believe and thou shalt be saved, demands self-reliant trustworthiness, which includes spiritual understanding and confides all to God. The Hebrew verb to believe means also to be firm or to be constant. This certainly applies to truth and love understood and practiced. Believing Firmness and constancy, not a faltering nor a blind faith, but the perception of spiritual truth. The Bible declares, all things were made by him, the divine word, and without him was not anything made that was made. This is the eternal verity of divine science. If sin, sickness, and death were understood as nothingness, they would disappear. As vapor melts before the sun, so evil would vanish before the reality of good. One must hide the other. How important, then, to choose good as the reality. Man is tributary to God, spirit, and to nothing else. God's being is infinity, freedom, harmony, and boundless bliss. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Like the archpriests of yore, man is free to enter into the holiest, the realm of God. Material sense never helps mortals to understand spirit, God. Through spiritual sense only, man comprehends and loves deity. The various contradictions of the science of mind by the material senses do not change the unseen truth, which remains forever intact. Health is not a condition of matter, but of mind. 
nor can the material senses bear reliable testimony on the subject of health. The science of mind healing shows it to be impossible for aught but mind to testify truly or to exhibit the real status of man. Therefore, the divine principle of science reversing the testimony of the physical senses reveals man as harmoniously existent in truth which is the only basis of health. And thus, science denies all disease, heals the sick, overthrows false evidence, and refutes materialistic logic. Perfection underlies reality. Without perfection, Nothing is wholly real. All things will continue to disappear until perfection appears and reality is reached. In Revelation 21, verse 1, we read, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. The revelator had not yet passed the transitional stage in human experience called death, but he already saw a new heaven and a new earth. Through what sense came this vision to St. John? Not through the material visual organs for seeing, for optics are inadequate to take in so wonderful a scene. This kingdom of God is within you, is within reach of man's consciousness here and the spiritual idea reveals it. In divine science, man possesses this recognition of harmony consciously in proportion to his understanding of God. The revelator was on our plane of existence while yet beholding what the eye cannot see that which is invisible to the uninspired thought. This testimony of Holy Writ sustains the fact in science that the heavens and earth to one human consciousness, that consciousness which God bestows, are spiritual, while to another the unillumined human mind the vision is material. This shows unmistakably that what the human mind terms matter and spirit indicates states and stages of consciousness. This sacred city described in the Apocalypse, chapter 21, verse 16, 
as one that lieth foursquare and cometh down from God out of heaven represents the light and glory of divine science. The builder and maker of this new Jerusalem is God. This city of our God has no need of sun or satellite, for love is the light of it, and divine mind is its own interpreter. All who are saved must walk in this light. Mighty potentates and dynasties will lay down their honors within the heavenly city. Its gates open towards light and glory, both within and without, for all is good, and nothing can enter that city which defileth or maketh a lie. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 253. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. O'er waiting harp strings of the mind, there sweeps a strain, low, sad, and sweet, whose measures bind the power of pain and wake a white-winged angel throng of thoughts, illumined by faith and breathed in raptured song with love perfumed. Hymn number 253.
up our sight, most gracious God, to view the city holy grand, whose light divine is love sublime, and God does rule throughout its land, and does the throne of justice stand, does truth prevail so deep and broad, and new Jerusalem stands secure, the holy Let's now sing hymn number 206. O God, our Father, Mother, love, purge thou our hearts from sin, that in thy radiance divine we may with eyes undimmed define thy will reality. Hymn number 206.
I will read from the Christian Science textbook, the Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passage from 1 John, third chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. And then Colossians. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Amen.